What is going on, women's wrestling fans, and welcome back to WCW Women Can Wrestle, where we give you all the latest news, results, rumors, and more. My name is RJ, and um, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Wade. What's going on, Wade? What's going on? What's going on? Man, man, I can't wait to get into this week in WWE. You know, we are down one today, but Jess will be back hopefully next week. But, you know, we can hold it down a little something-something until Jess makes it back. Won't be the same, but we can do something. Real talk. It won't be the same, but I know she's going to be listening uh, very closely to what's being said. And I know she's going to have feedback. She even left me a little bit of some notes. She's booked and busy, guys. Hashtag booked and busy. No, no shots at her. But you know what? She left a very detailed note of her predictions for Hell in a Cell. So I'm <laughs> once we get to that portion of the Just show. has demands. Just doesn't oh, she have has predictions. Demands. She has demands for Hell in a Cell. Exactly. Demands. <laughs> He has demands for Helen. So we will we will be sure to let you guys know what Jess thinks is gonna happen to Helen the Sub because Wade's gonna be in trouble if he does not read that exactly how Jess has demanded it be read. Exactly. I'll get a rip tied. Don't want that. <laughs> exactly. No thanks. No thanks. Get, Don't a, jazz, get a Jess tied. Get a Jess tied. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got a lot to talk about. Well, a lot and a lot of nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, this I don't know. This week, the women's wrestling for certain companies is just such a, a weird kind of like up and down range. Mm-hmm. You know, some shows had a lot of uh, female activity, others didn't. But um, let's just let's just jump right into uh, SmackDown, I guess, because that's that's chronologically first. So we had the rematch between Liv Morgan and Carmella, and. I don't know. I, I I was feeling it. I liked Liv's gear, the whole caution tape kind of thing. Carmella in the red, gray, uh, leopard print. There was a lot of back and forth action, a couple of decent spots. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a decent match uh, with, I think, Liv came out on top after she did a modified version of her finisher. I don't, I forgot what it's called. Um, damn, what is it called? It's like an STO or something like that. But yeah, she, put, she picked up a win. Over Carmella, and at the end, Carmella still wants to be called the most beautiful woman in SmackDown, which I just, ma'am, you just lost. Like, I'm <laughs> be a little upset about it, but I don't know. So, what, what did you like about the match, or what about this whole interaction stood out to you? Uh, again, uh, another good match. I love the little Easter egg where she paid tribute to Ruby and wore the yeah. Rue armband around her. Um, yeah. Around her leg, around her thigh, and she also kept uh, Ruby's part of her jacket and attached it to hers. So that was another cool thing to see. The match was okay; it was cool. And her name actually has a her move actually has a name. It's called the Oblivion. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. It's called the yeah. Oblivion. But uh, it was a solid match. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. No real like major story development out of it. Like it yeah. was just okay. Here's a match. We're just gonna throw it out there and see what happens. That was it. Yeah, that's the vibe I got from it, too. Also, I had to think about who really is on SmackDown that's available right now. Um, the The roster of women is very limited, and I feel like they're also trying to give – they're kind of they're trying to see where this Liv and Carmella thing can kind of go. Um, I know, like, last week she said Carmella, Carmella was a seven at best, which is mm-hmm. very, like, Degrassi, the next generation, you know, comeback. Um, I don't know. I just I, I I'm interested to see where this goes if it does go anywhere. But I am enjoying the the kind of semi rivalry to have, you know, that we're getting to witness now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I just hope it goes somewhere because the whole 
I'm Beautiful storyline is very like 2002 WWE diva. Yep. And um, okay, we get it. You're pretty. You know, you want to be called the prettiest, but at the same time, you know, we we need some with some substance. But um, mm-hmm. so I guess on to the SmackDown Women's Championship, um, which really I'm irritated, man. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I am so disappointed with this. Like you had, it feels like with the new generation and we spoke about this off air, like it feels like they're not getting the push in the proper direction they should be getting. And it feels like they're just downplaying every single one of them in different ways. Uh, NXT is a little bit different, but Raw and SmackDown, it feels like you're treating, uh, Bianca and Rhea, like they're just side projects. Like this is just something that eh, yeah. we'll see what happens. You're not giving it the proper proper treatment it deserves. They're not giving it anything, and I think that's where my problem, you know, lies with this because Bailey's character can be much more cerebral than they're mm-hmm. letting on. They're making her annoying when they need to make her cerebral. She really needs to be. Like Triple H is was cerebral, the cerebral assassin. Bailey needs to be that level of the kind of wrestler that plays those kind of mind games. And when you bring in Bianca's confidence into it, because that that's who Bianca Belair is. She exudes, she she radiates confidence. And when you factor that in, when you couple that with someone who can be cerebral, where's where's Bailey breaking down Bianca's confidence? Where's mm-hmm. Bailey interfering in Bianca's matches, causing her to almost lose? Where's where's Bianca get where's barely getting Bianca disqualified so that's technically a loss on her record, you know like where are the mind to me laughing is not a mind game, you know where is barely talking shit to Montez, you know like where where I mean we've seen some some kind of interaction but where is the cerebral, you know where where does that stuff kind of come into play, I it just seems like it's just a lot of cackling and laughing mm. and promo and skits and segments and there's not enough being done where where's where's bailey getting in bianca's head to the point where bianca's making mistakes in the ring exactly. or where's where is it it's, it's not there you know bailey should have been picking picking pick with bianca to the point where bianca just snaps comes out in you know just some regular sweatpants or some jeans and just like bah like just snuffs bailey shit you know mm. there's just there's no kind of there's no heat there's, There's no heat in this. It's copy paste, copy yeah. copy paste. It's it's bad that I'm just like okay, this is just and this is a pay per view with a gimmick. So you're just getting through this to get to the next pay per view with a gimmick, yeah. which is Money in the Bank. Yeah. So what the hell? And that's your first, well, your first major live crowd yeah. before well, SmackDown is going to be the first, but this is your second major pay per view with a live crowd this year so it feels very generic it feels very out of place it's flat like i opened some soda and it's not good anymore (laughs) where's the bailey we had when she was feuding with with uh sasha oh man where's the bailey we had when she was the longest reigning smackdown women's champion and literally talked shit and said i'm gonna win regardless it doesn't matter to me and i'm gonna beat you like she ran through everybody and said yeah who the hell is left like there's nobody that can beat me we need that bailey do i like the certain segments yes the one where she did the whole thunderdome thing that was fantastic and i will give that credit but it feels like 
very, very childish between the two of them. Like mm. Bianca not showing that she's fully flustered. She's trying to go with, oh, I'll just get you back the same way you got me. No, I yeah. need the Bianca we had in NXT that's just going to beat the bricks off you. Exactly. Or, or talk shit to you. Give you that. Um, I, hopefully with, and this is something we didn't talk about last week, there are two female writers on the writing crew now. I, I don't saw know if you saw it. that. I so saw I want to see when they come into play and how they handle these storylines. If they're even allowed to handle these storylines. You, know you know how Vince is when it comes to women or, yeah. or writers in general. He'll yeah. something to be really good and he'll just shit on it and then rewrite it himself. Like don't trash. And I feel but, like this this is probably what we're witnessing now mm -hmm. is you know either his hands in it or you know he's ripping things up and they're just doing whatever to please him and because he doesn't notice because right. I, 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 I highly doubt he does i don't know this whole thing it just this doesn't feel like a championship feud it feels like a filler feud for someone who they're trying to keep busy before they get to a championship a ah. championship mm -hmm. it feels like it feels like a runner-up feud and i feel like wwe is banking on the crowd just simply being excited to be there Mm -hmm. And they're banking on reactions based off of that. But if you're not building people up, building these feuds up when you get the live crowd, yeah, you make the reactions because people are just happy to be back in attendance. But mm -hmm. you also may get nothing because you've done no work. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things where, you know, like, all right, think think about Natalia and Tamina. Where the, where the, where the fuck they been? <laughs> On on Raw in a promo segment with Dana and Mandy. Yeah, but it's like, okay, but what are you doing? You know, like, where is the heat? Like, where is the, it should, they should, but I get it. They released two tag teams. Well, they broke up two tag teams, three iconics. Damn, there's no challengers. Okay. That's get, probably get why. Enhancement talent. Damn. Like, yeah. Pull from yeah. your NXT roster that's not on the not TV. Being used, yeah. Not being used. Have Tamina and, Natty just run through jobbers and yeah, you know, enhance talent. That's see, that's the thing. There are sometimes you you can pull that off and it works. There shouldn't be a time where um uh Tamina and Natty aren't doing something or and they were wow. It's like you see how much we don't yeah. care. We've completely moved on from Bianca and Bailey to talk about yeah. Tamina and Natty. <laughs> this feud has legit become yeah. It's a paperweight. It's yeah. like the Infinity Stones and Lo and Loki. It's a yeah. fucking paperweight. Like, yeah. why is this? Let's just get through Hell in a Cell and hopefully things get better. Because rumor has it, Hell in a, after Hell in a Cell and we get that live crowd, a lot of big changes are coming within WWE yeah. that are going to make it better. We'll see. But we have, hey, so. we, we got a deal for a month. We want yeah. one more month. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm going to be optimistic. I don't want to be too pessimistic. I, I want to say that maybe they are holding things together for the live crowd and they're going to pull the trigger when we go back live. But hopefully it'll get better because that that this feud is not cutting it for me. Uh, Bailey, whether you want to, whether people want to admit it or not, Bailey is a big name. Bianca is becoming a big name. There's no reason why this feud shouldn't have heat behind it. None at all. Um, none at all. But yeah, I guess so. I guess we'll move over to Raw. And I guess you want to start out with um, <laughs> Piper and Naomi, or you want to start out with, um, yeah, let's get into Piper. Let's get even more. Yeah, let's, let's get it. Let's get away. into this. 
I'll, I'll let you start it. Because you know how I feel about Naomi, so this whole thing annoys me. I, I know. I know. Okay. I'm going to give yeah. both sides of the spectrum here. Please do. Eva Marie kind of buried two people in one shot. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that Eva Marie is her gimmick is, and it's it's like it's like you're copy and pasting an old gimmick. Remember, I I told like I was explaining it to Jess when we were watching. Um, remember Miz and Mizdow? Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is kind of like that to an extent. Um, Piper made her debut on Monday, and there were rumors of this because we spoke about it last week that Piper was either going to be Piper or Mercedes. And Piper came in and got the win for her. Now, here's the problem with that. Not that she got the win. It's that the internet, being the internet, talked shit about Piper, like dogged her. Oh, yeah. That pissed me off. Bad. That pissed me that off. That really pissed me it's, off. It's the thing that bothers me is Piper is such a talented athlete within NXT UK. Because believe me, that's why yeah. I said it on our page. If you don't know who Piper Niven is, you are, y'all need to go check out her work. Go watch her match with Kaylee Ray at NXT Takeover. Go yeah. watch her match with with her Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray the Triple Threat match. Go watch her work in the May Young Classic against Tony Storm and other people. Piper Niven can go. The girl is talented. So what if she is not your typical diva who yeah. or women superstar that is a size zero? Yeah, she is a plus size woman. So the fuck what? Yeah. There are so many plus size men and Otis fucking wears a t- tank top and nobody bats no a fucking one says eye. Nothing. No one bats a fucking eye. But the minute a plus size woman puts on a show and it's very talented, what's the first fucking thing y'all go for? She's too big to be in the ring. Damn, get her fat ass. Out. What the fuck is wrong like with you? What? And, and then what pisses me off is half the people talking shit. Have mm-hmm. anime pictures as profiles or wrestlers as profile pictures. Exactly. And then exactly. the ones that don't have that have themselves up as profile pictures and talking shit have no room to be talking shit about anyone. Mm-hmm. One, that Piper is beautiful for one. Mm-hmm. She's a very, very beautiful woman. Exactly. And, she, and, and, and she's talented. Like you just said, you named all of the, the wrestlers she's had uh, feuds with. That woman can go. Mm-hmm. She can go. She's an amazing wrestler. And I feel like for people to focus on her looks instead of her, instead of um, her in-ring ability is, is disgusting in this day and age, especially with how far women have come in wrestling. You know? Agreed. We say we want an evolution. We say we want women's change in wrestling. And then this bullshit happens. You still fucking do it. Look at the women now we have that are champions. They are not your typical fucking women superstars that we grew up with. Miko Satamora is a legend, and she's on the older side of wrestling, but she is still putting on classic matches every single fucking time. Bianca Belair is not your typical typical woman superstar. She is an athlete that busts her ass every single week, Busted her ass in the training center to get where she is now. No Rhea wrestling Ripley. experience. No wrestling experience. Rhea Ripley. Completely different. Never, never seen like somebody her. like her. Never. Never seen the someone like her. probably Paige, but even then, you know? Even then. Even then, it's different. I hate, I hate how the wrestling universe, and it's like Daniel Bryan said, we're fucking fickle. 
we are so fickle and we are willing to say we want yep. one thing and then when it happens, I ain't like that. That's not the way I wanted it. Yep. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. You want different. <laughs> I, I love some of the greatest women wrestlers are different. Bull Nakano, yep. Aja Kong, Karma. Um, yep. I could run off names all fucking all day. day. All fucking day. Don't try me. Jay Cargill. All Jay like Car Exactly. Different. Different. The hell, even when you go to op on the opposite side of the spectrum, Casey Catanzaro. Yep. Completely different. Jordan you know, Grace. Completely Jordan different. Grace, completely different. These people have are these women. But uh, what I will say about not WWE, just women's wrestling in general, is these days we are getting a much broader spectrum of women in terms of you know uh, appearance and i feel like that's what makes it so special because there's somebody to relate to for everyone and the the, the treatment of piper online is just disgusting and what i what i can't wait for is for her to get you know in the ring more because i don't know why wwe wwe is pretending like she's not a former champion i don't know why we're acting like she did not exist before eva marie mm -hmm. like even even with an announcer Announced the victory. He said, "Here is your winner," and it just didn't say anything. They're gonna change her fucking name from what they're saying. She's not gonna be yeah. Piper Niven, which is that which which honestly irritates me because I think what that does is that erases everything she did in WWE before that. Uh -huh. You want to take someone and send them to NXT UK and, and erase them? Yep. If, if Charlotte, you know, for some odd reason, ended up going to NXT UK, would they be like, "Oh, who's that?" No, they would say that Charlotte fucking Flair. Yeah. You know, I didn't like it. And uh, another aspect that I did not like about this match was that could have been anybody but Naomi. Mm -hmm. And I think, and, and don't get me wrong, Piper, you know, is also, she was NXT UK champion, right? No, she was never NXT UK. She's, she always, had, she's always gotten close to it, but yeah, never won Okay. It. But anyway, she's she's been in the championship picture, so she is a viable contender. So for her to beat Naomi is not completely unbelievable. However, in the fashion in which she beat Naomi, a former two-time champion, and someone who can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Charlotte, you know, I just didn't like, that just left a bad taste in my mouth. It could have been anybody but Naomi. Um, you could have had an enhancement talent. You could have had, you know, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, somebody, and mm -hmm. it just it, it just would have went over better. And then when you sprinkle Eva Marie on top of that, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm, I'm not going to judge Eva Marie. I hope that she brings more to the table than what she's doing because we don't need to see this. When we have women that can go, we don't need to see somebody who's a chicken shit heel who actually cannot wrestle. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it goes over better because that that whole interaction just didn't. And I, we knew it was gonna be some fuck shit because even Marie, but it just either way it didn't go over, it didn't go over well with me. It, it it really didn't. It didn't go over well with me either. I just. <sighs> I feel they're just going through the motions. And yeah. Again, they're just going through the motions, the motions until we get to the live crowds again. Yeah. That is it. That is the I, only reason why it is the way it is. I didn't like anything about it. Even 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 Marie's entrance, you know, her ring attire. It just looks like she still just doesn't understand wrestling. She came out looking lost. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know, she took her jacket off and was looking like, well, what do I do? You know, she just still mm -hmm. looks lost. Tamina you know? said she looked like a dollar store, a dollar store Starfire. <laughs> I was crying. I was like, yo, that she said dollar store Starfire. 
Oh man, hopefully it'll get better, man. Because I just I wasn't feeling it. No, on to something that well, I still didn't like this either. Charlotte versus Nikki Cross. You know, Charlotte. Charlotte gets way too much offense with everybody for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, she sandbags brick walls, a lot of moves, and I've noticed this with everybody, not just Nikki Cross. You can punch her, and she'll like punch you right back as if she didn't get punched. And she screams a lot of screaming. Oh, oh man, ah! when they first got rid of crowds. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't realize she was so verbal in the ring. Yeah, she's very verbal. Is yeah, right. it's, it's really like it's, it's it's almost like women's tennis. That's mm-hmm. how Charlotte, like, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, yeah. yeah, Charlotte sounds like a yeah. tennis. Like a tennis. <laughs> Come on, Serena. Okay, cool, right. cool. Like, yo, why are you so aggressive? I, I can hear you. Like, I get it. Charlotte, why are you so aggressive? Why are you, why are you so aggressive? Period? Don't be so aggressive. Why are yeah. you so aggressive? <laughs> Holy shit. I hear you. Hella fucking aggressive, man. And, and I, I get it makes for a hard-hitting match. But for me, I feel like you don't always have to it's sort of like when you're young and you're playing like the SmackDown games and you get your overall to 100. But yeah. then when you get older, you're like, I don't need to be 100 because it's not fun like that. That's what I feel like Charlotte is. I exactly. feel like she has an overall set on 100 and it's not fun. It's not challenging. And it's not and it's not exciting to watch. No matter how much, who they put her against, no matter how much you great, great you build her up, it's not exciting me. I didn't really care for it, especially I feel like you can hear the referee counting. There's the there's not a lot of people in the building. There's no yeah. people in the building. There's no way she missed that count. Out. Like how yeah. the fuck did that? And you could blame Rhea Ripley all you want, and this is her thing, and da 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 da. But no, you really telling me you didn't pay attention to after you just fall away, slammed her. You didn't hear the ref yeah. counting. Like Rhea was that in your head? Like that's what they're saying. The feud is Rhea's in her head, and we'll Would touch you- on what happened later. Which yeah. I got thoughts on this. This this feud again. I have issues with Rhea and yeah, Charlotte. Major issues with this feud. I want to. You mentioned the fall away slam too. They just it's not well booked because how did Nikki Cross get right up and then go in the like? How did she get right up? Yeah, did she? Yeah, she must have been like had that extra uh, stamina or that. Um, yeah, it just the, didn't. Uh, it didn't. It didn't. It made right. no sense. She it got like right up and then snuck back into the ring and then we're also what i didn't like was like i said charlotte just gets way too much offense i would rather her have been mad at nikki and then she tries to like get her and then Rhea snuck in the ring and then beat her up mm-hmm. but you she didn't have to hit nikki cross like can can charlotte not come out on top for once it just, it just bothers me man it does it's like i get it you're charlotte flair and i think the thing that it, it is too is booking the way it is for her they're trying to appease her after all the bullshit she went through uh, yeah. the past couple months. I get it. I understand it. But Charlotte Flair can be relevant without the title. Definitely. I'm She's sc- Charlotte I'm so fucking Flair. I am terrified for fucking Sunday. I am legit like. I am. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm you're terrified. Gonna you're going to do it. I'm like, you're going to fucking do it. And I'm yeah. going to have to. Like you really had no faith in her. You really had no faith in Rhea. You really just gave it to her because you had to give somebody something. I I don't think they have faith in anybody that's not Charlotte. I think they're so fixated on the fact that she can put in a good match that they're not understanding that there's a locker room full of women that can do just the same, but they're not given the opportunity. And I'm not saying that every woman can deliver on the level of Charlotte Flair delivers, Mm -hmm. but there are women back there that can. And it's such a shame that we don't get to see 
Like they're treating Nikki Cross like she's Lana and it bothers me. You know, this is a former SmackDown tag team champion. You know, she's had amazing matches on NXT. She didn't she have a um a false count anywhere with um Oscar, the last the last woman standing. Last woman standing with Oscar, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's at a point where it's like, yo, y'all gotta really recognize what y'all have. Like, stop demoting people. But um, so after the match. Nikki Cross wins by countout because apparently Charlotte can't hear somebody standing two feet in front of her screaming, uh, counting to 10. So um, Rhea comes in and she, you know, delivers a nice little riptide to Char. You know what I, mm -hmm. I was Yeah, it was a nice it. riptide. I it liked it too. riptide, yeah. I, I think that Rhea should get a lot more offense than what she does on, on mm -hmm. Charlotte. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we go later on that night and – Fast forward and we have Rhea versus Oscar, which this was probably one of their better matches. Thank um, you. Agreed. Yeah, a lot Agreed. better, a lot better. They, they had a better flow. I, I feel this is, honestly, I'm going to say on record, this was the best match they've had. For even sure. Their, even in the WrestleMania match. They, they had a flow. Their chemistry was better. Their timing was better. Everything worked out in that match very, very well. And I feel that they kept, they didn't make Oscar look like a punk, but they made Rhea very strong. So it was a good, it was a nice balance to that match. Yeah. I didn't think it was like overly done. I didn't think it was a Charlotte Flair match. It was basically, let's put two of the best women we have in a match and let's keep our women's champion going into a very big match this weekend strong. I agreed. And one thing I noticed in the, the difference between last week and, and this week, and also the match with Rhea, or anywhere, anytime Rhea and Char Charlotte are involved together, the commentary, and this just proves how important the commentary is, because the commentary kept speaking about how brutal Rhea was, how strong she was, how much of a force she was. And I feel like that pulls you into the match. And, I, and, they, and they also gave Oscar a lot of credit, too. They mentioned her accolades, you know, um, you know, the fact that she's defeated so many people, the fact that, you know, she's Oscar, she's a force of nature. And I feel like what that did for this match for me was it made me more invested. Now, what I don't like is when Rhea and Charlotte are in a match or involved together, they're only ever talking about Charlotte Flair mm -hmm. you know, and how Rhea has this mountain to overcome. No, Rhea is the champion. We need to be talking about how is Charlotte going to get to Rhea because Rhea is the champion. And I, I think that, you know, in this Rhea versus Oscar match, it really proves that the commentators need to stop doing that when Charlotte and Rhea are interac interacting because you, exactly. make, you make Rhea feel, you make her sound, sound weak. You make her sound like a punk, like she can't handle yeah. it. And the one thing going into the storyline is Rhea has said it multiple times. I am not the same Rhea Ripley from a year ago. Yes. I am not the same person you beat at WrestleMania with nobody there. Yeah. I am completely different. I am a beast. I am a nightmare. I am something you are not ready for. And I'm going to prove it to you. And see, I I love the fact that I but I, I felt that in this match though, it mm -hmm. felt like that's the, the real that she's been saying she is. That's who this match felt like because I felt mm -hmm. the commentary didn't have Charlotte there interfering to put her over. So Rhea wins with the riptide, which you know was it was a good riptide. I I think the the finish was really kind of just yeah. I feel like Oscar literally bent over right into the position. It's like. <laughs> You should know not to like. She literally bent over and put her arm between her leg, and I was like, "Okay, well, I guess this is the finish." So, 
So after that, Charlotte and her fashion over jumpsuit slide into the ring. Yo. And <laughs> <laughs> that shit was some fucking city trends. That wasn't even fashion over. That shit was That's some easy tickets bullshit. That dude. was fucking that was fucking rainbow. Rainbow. It, it's fashion. Joyce Leslie type <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So she, you know, her and Oscar are brawling. And once again, Charlotte is getting the majority of the offense. She's on top of Rhea, making Rhea look like a punk. I don't know. I enjoyed the brawl, though. It made me ready. I, it made me feel like it definitely needs to be a Hell in a Cell match. It made me feel like, yeah. It made me feel like it was bad blood there. Fucking Charlotte got busted open the hard way. Like, yeah. you're going to tell me that these two don't need to be in Hell in a Cell? Like, it what's wrong be. with, like, Okay, I and this is the first time in a while where it's all men hell in the cells. I have an issue with that shit. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I understand Bianca and Bailey doesn't fit it, so that's it okay. Doesn't. I understand the match that we will talk about later that was recently announced for Hell in a Cell doesn't fit it. Yeah. But Rhea and fucking Charlotte Flair is a feud that deserves to be in a Hell in a Cell. It deserves it because it is what it is. They've been feuding or been in each other's way for a year. A year. Char- literally, you didn't, and you spaced it out enough time where they re- rekindled and found each other in the Royal Rumble, and then found each other after WrestleMania. So, this damn, is this, deserve- this is long term. And the way this is going, I said, if they don't pull the trigger and give Charlotte the title, which they possibly could then i feel their blow-off match is going to be at money in the bank and the only way this is a blow-off match is and i've thought about this for a while now i'm saying this is my prediction Rhea walks out as champion at hell in a cell they continue the feud here's what happens charlotte and Rhea will then go into money in the bank in a last woman standing match that's why Whoever catches in on one of them uh, will have the weep, the weaker opponent. So then whoever goes when we get to SummerSlam, whoever the whichever champion, whichever one was champion can go after the person who cashed in on them. That's actually really smart. Mm-hmm. I, and I already I think, think I already have that figured out. it out. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a great way to play it out. I think low-key Becky Lynch is gonna win money in the bank. It'd be poetic. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it would be very would poetic. It. I would, I would be kind of upset because I'm at a point where, like, I felt really good after WrestleMania seeing New Blood. I would personally be disappointed if we went backwards. Not to say Becky should never win the championship again. However, a Money in the Bank win is huge. A cash in is huge. So I feel like WWE needs to stop using the formula of relying on the same people and you know let someone new get it. But if Becky Lynch does. I will understand. You know, I mm-hmm. still think it will be it will be great. And also, if, especially if it's a cash in on Charlotte or Rhea, that that has immense potential for a, a good feud. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'd hopefully Charlotte and Rhea is a hell of a cell match because I feel like it's worthy based off of like what you said as far as the feud just dating back so far. Um, so yeah, our final match on Raw for the women, we had Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss and I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. I feel like being that we don't see Bliss wrestle that often, I have to say that you know I am excited to see her back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, although it was against Nia Jax, who uses the same five moves on everyone, but um, she's not still, like most girls. 
<laughs> I do. She, she, I do. <laughs> but she isn't like most girls who only take just what they're given, like some plastic little princess. So lucky for us, she's not like, not like most girls. All they got is what they're handed. Lucky for us, she's not like most girls. She's Nia Jax. <laughs> She will forever be fucking. Why did you make that sound like a fucking commercial for like a pill? Yo, like a fucking pill that having. Oh man, that is fucking. That shit feel like. Do you ever just feel like you're not most girls? (laughs) Try like try try Nia Jax. Try Nia Jax. <laughs> it's been, when you said that, I just pictured somebody sitting by a window just looking out, and it was like, You ever feel like you're not like most girls? Fucking black and white background is moving out the window looking back at the rain falls and shit. And your rain coming uh, down the window. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That is. <laughs> funny, bro. That's the last I needed that laugh. <laughs> Fucking Diajax. Diajax. But yeah, man. So she goes against Alexa Bliss. And we, we've seen this match between them before, really, you know, giant versus the little person. But what I liked about it is we got, they kind of threw a new, I guess, elemental twist in there where we had Bliss being very creepy. Mm-hmm. Even the way she sat on the ropes and was swinging, waiting for Nia to come in, the way she, you know, at the end of the match when she sat on the, the ropes, you know, waiting for Nia as she got up or whatever, um, the weird kind of way she held her leg at one point. You know, so we are getting to see Bliss in this kind of creepy manner. And even Nia was asking her during the match, what is wrong with you? Right. And they're kind of also long-term storytelling again. You know, they were best friends at one point in real life and, you know, on screen. And, um, you know, she said that, uh, I think she has alluded to something earlier, like, I know something's wrong with you. Something she, she alluded to something, but I love the fact that this is kind of like, they're still kind of playing on that friendship that they had. Mm-hmm. Like this is like Nia's trying to snap her out of it. Like it's what Nikki Cross tried to do when this first started going down. Yeah. Like I know this isn't you. This isn't this is something you have no control over. And I'm trying to help you come back to the real you. I like I did like that too. I like that they're old. Wow, WWE actually fucking remembered that these two were friends at one point in the story. It's probably an Holy accident. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably <laughs> Bitch was like, oh, he was probably just on Peacock counting his money that they just yeah. gave him and he was like, Oh yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Throw that in there somehow. He put it, it in there. That's and then I probably shit. improvised that they were friends and then he was like, What? He probably they were <laughs> and then he'll Such go look at the issue. Were they ever tag team champions? Let's do that too. God damn it. <laughs> give them the tag you know, titles. Give them the titles. Creepy bliss and, and Naya. But um yeah, I, I like the match. I like the match a lot. Um, I love the fact that Alexa, instead of doing her moves as a mean girl, I noticed she did them as an entity. You know, yes. even the way she yes. kind of did the DDT was different. Her mean girl DDT was like, you're nothing. Blah, 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 blah. DDT. And, and the little hand shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, snapped. it was a nasty snap to it. I've yeah. always loved Alexa Bliss's DDT. That shit has a snap to it. Yeah. I love it. It was good. Even the ending with Reginald, that that creep. Now, oh, one thing I do want before I get to Reginald, I haven't seen the Twisted Bliss in God knows how long, Blisters, mm-hmm. whatever she calls it. I haven't seen that move in so long. And I remember the first time I saw her do it in NXT. It's crazy because I, you know, you know you come up with a finisher as like, you know, you just be in your head. And I'm like, yo, no one's ever done that kind of like, it's not, it's a flip, but it's not a flip. 
Right. And on the first time I saw it, I was like, yo, I had that in my head. And that that's probably one of the my one of my favorite aerial moves because it doesn't take a I mean it takes athleticism, obviously, but it doesn't take as much as like a, a 450 or you know, red arrow, anything like that. But it's such a graceful splash that I just I love how she does her twisted bliss. And I love how she I love that we got to see it because I haven't seen her, her doing it forever. So that was awesome too. But um I love the element that they're playing kind of like this kind of witchy voodoo demon possession thing that they got going on Reginald. I have a feeling that this, and I have to commend Bray Wyatt, this slow burn on whatever they do with the Fiend and Alexa Bliss, this shit is about to be fucking fire with that interaction with Reginald after. Yep. Where he was uh, possessed, like she had yeah. like, control over him. Like, again, I think they're saving this for something big. Like, Big monumental changes are going to happen once we get back to these live crowds and a lot of returns and a lot of fuck shit is going to happen, especially with this feud. The only thing that's going to downplay the feud a little bit is it's not they don't have the tricks of the Thunderdome anymore. They're yeah. going to have to rely on like live crowd shit yeah. or pre-tape shit, you know, they're going to have cinematic, to work with that yeah. cinematic stuff. You're going to have to work with what you can do. We'll see. And I'm happens. fine with that. I'm fine with that. You know, I don't need the extra dramatic uh excuse me special effects you know as long as they i give me cinema because i'm watching from home anyway so give me some cinematic shit and i'm i'm satisfied but i'm definitely looking forward to see how this um this feud you know unroll un, unravels or whatever because i'm loving it so far so let's move on to nxt um we have casey and kaden who we haven't seen in a while um casey i believe uh was nursing an injury versus the NXT women's champion Raquel and uh Raquel I was about to say Gonzalez. Yeah. I was about to say Diaz. God. Raquel That was her name though. That was her name though at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I have to say I may have opposite views of Casey as far as like masks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That woman is impressive. Yeah, she is. She can. She's very talented. She's a uh, spider monkey, as they say. She's she very is. spider monkey like. She she can move, and she has. She's very flexible. A lot of people have that have worked with her said like she is willing to bend and flip and sell yeah. and do all these things, and that's what she proved in this match. She can go. Kaden still. Kaden can go too. Don't get me wrong. Too. I like Kaden, yeah. but. Solid match, solid match in my eyes. But does huh, do you want to talk about what we said about takeover? What do you want to get into our thoughts about Raquel's match at takeover? Oh wait, hold on. I want to talk about this a little bit more. Yeah, I want to talk about Raquel's match at takeover just a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, one thing I noticed about this tag match though, they got their ass kicked. Both of them, like Ra- yeah. Raquel and Dakota, they got their ass kicked the entire time. Whoop. And I don't I don't know if that's putting over Casey and Kaden as a legitimate tag team because they work together really well. Um the I, I the 450 neck drop spot, the um rebound, rollover, whatever the fuck it was. Like dude, the is just so many uh the wheelbarrow flip. There's so many spots in this match that Casey and Kaden did, and they just they looked awesome together. I feel like they need to be the next challengers 
because it did when when I think about NXT tag teams, you know, they're I mean, women's tag team in general just are few and far between. Mm-hmm. But I was really impressed by them and for them to handle the the women's champion the way they did and Dakota Kai in that fashion. Oh yeah, they definitely need to um be contenders for the, the tag team championship. Oh, of course, they because they set it off the rip. They want to. They want a shot. They want to be the yeah. next champs. And this match proved that they are valuable, a viable threat to those tag titles. They're not going to win them. I really don't see no, that happening. But yeah. they're a nice little threat to be like, oh shit! If they if they did, it would be shocking. Yeah, but, you know, they're there. They're there. They're another tag team to the list, which. Surprisingly, NXT has more women tag teams. Than they do, yeah. They do the on the main roster. roster. But yeah, Gosh, it was it was yeah. a good match. It was a good match. I enjoyed it. I it probably was my favorite match of the week, honestly. Um, just the, the the pacing of it, and you know, even the outcome. You know, even though they they didn't win, I still felt like you know the match itself felt like yo like they really beating their ass like, mm, like yo like yo they might like like i was watching i was like yo they might win oh shit like this really might set yeah. up something because we're getting ready for great american bash like yeah I was is like, one of them gonna get a title shot shit god damn but yeah I, I enjoyed it so let's move to takeover and let's let's do xia lee uh, i want i want to get to the, the good shit okay uh so let, let's do let's do xia lee and mercedes Good match, great finish. I love mm-hmm. the with Zaylee. We need a more supernatural, non, more characters that aren't grounded in reality. Yeah, you know, and it, it kind of makes me intrigued. You know, I liked it. It was a good solid match. It wasn't anything where I was like on my feet with, but it was a good solid match. Yeah, agreed. It was a very solid. I, I, I'm. It's like we're repeating statements. Um, Raquel. Uh, wow, Raquel. Geez, damn it! I can't wait. To get <laughs> you can't wait to get to that. Like, ooh, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mercedes and Zaya was a very good match. It had a great story. We talked about this last week. It had a yeah. great story, and you continued off of that story. Um, I did like. I did like how Zaya picked up a win, and that's her first win ever. Yeah. And her first takeover yeah. in four, she's been on the roster for four years and never got on a takeover. This yeah. is their first one, yeah. and I'm very happy for her. So congratulations, Ayali, on getting your win. But the aftermath was even cooler. Oh yeah, uh, Mercedes kept up the gimmick of being a badass bitch. That's what her gimmick is. I, don't, I may get my ass kicked, but I'm gonna show you in the end. Yeah, beat the bricks off of Zaya and then went after spooky, spooky ghost lady. What's her name? Tian Sha, something like that. Yeah, Tian Sha, I believe, or that's the name of the faction or something like that. But she went after her, and Tian Sha hit her with the Tongan Tongan vice grip, put her ass out. I was like, Nope, you ain't that tough. Do her ass like the fucking conjuring. Yep, yeah. like, nope, you ain't that tough. <laughs> Sit your ass down. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're from the Bronx, Brooklyn, whatever. You can choke the fuck out. Goodbye. Choked out and then tossed. And then tossed off the damn stage. Flung her ass. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. I like where it's going. I just, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what unfolds. I like supernatural characters. Let's fast forward now. So I, I'll let you I'll let you take this bad boy away. Go, go ahead and talk about um Raquel <laughs> versus Ember. How you do this to me, bro? You Damn it. Ooh, baby. I'll you, okay. I'll let you take it away. Okay. Okay, so everyone here knows I am a huge Raquel Gonzalez fan in the ring, not out ring. In the ring, 
I am a fan of Raquel. I kept saying once she got her shit together and was the muscle for Dakota and they started pushing her properly and she had great feuds of Rhea Ripley and everything and da-da-da-da-da and beat Io Shirai in a very match. We did say we gave it credit. It was a very yeah. good match. <sighs> Baby, I got to tell y'all, Ember Moon exposed Raquel. And I don't mean in a good way. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon is one of those one of those athletes that is a vet. She's a vet. She will put on a great match and she will make you look good and make herself look good. Yeah. I don't know how if there was some spots that didn't work out or things that were not hitting right, but Ember made Raquel look like green as goose shit <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what Man. the fuck was going on in that match even uh, with the shotzi shotzi dakota shit that didn't help and i was like yo ember exposed her ass like oh, that and you said it like yo ember's really good like she's a vet she's gonna carry this match for her mm-hmm. and damn if she didn't yep damn if she didn't yep. <laughs> I've been following Ember since she was Athena. Mm. I am a huge Ember Moon fan. I've never been on the Raquel train. You know, I I say she has improved greatly from when she first got in. She's found her footing, that is for sure. Definitely has. Um, But this match to me just made me, it, it kind of solidified my like, yeah, you know, she's okay. You know, that it kind of like solidified that for me. Like, like when people, people were like, bad. oh yeah, Raquel, she blah blah blah. I'm like, well, you know, she deserves a championship. You know, she's improved, you know. It makes right. sense. You know, I don't mind her being champion, new blood, whatever. Like, I mean, hell, we've had fucking Deborah, we've had the cat. <laughs> Shit. We've had Sable, you know. The word. We've had Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, not like later on Bella twins where they got good. We've had like Brie Bella and Nikki Bella barely can do a roll up, and they're doing that still that face buster shit as a mm. finisher. You yeah, know, so remember Brie was Brie was Divas champion before Nikki was. <laughs> yeah, we've had though we've had Kelly Kelly, and there's no mm. knock to these women because you know they still work hard in the ring. You know, I've taken a bump or two, and it, this shit hurts. So this is no knock to them. I respect what they do, but you know, I was never big on Raquel, but this to me just proved that. I just, I'm. It's okay just to not believe in her just yet, right? <laughs> wasn't it bad. It was just, it just, it, it wasn't just a bad match. It was, it wasn't. Just, it was. I hate to compare this. You know what it reminded me of? What? Remember when Shawn Michaels fought Vader at SummerSlam? Oh God, yeah. And Shawn was like, yeah. "Get up! What the fuck? Do shit! <laughs> Get your yeah. ass!" Ember didn't do that to her. Yeah. Ember was just like, okay, I'm going to wrestle you. I'm going to wrestle you. Yeah. Give me your shit. Give me your best shit. I'll yeah. work with you. And it felt like Raquel didn't have it. Like Raquel wasn't with the flow. Like everybody has an off night. Everybody has yeah. bad nights. It's going to happen. But damn, this but match that, really just, fucking exposed the I've shit out of her. I've never seen Raquel like that. Never. I've never seen her like that. I don't know if it's because. Maybe her and Ember just haven't worked out their kind of chemistry because her and Dakota's match was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked Ember Moon versus uh, Dakota Kai. 
I did too. Yeah, but it's just this Raquel versus Dakota to me was just dry. It was dry. It was very dry. Mm-hmm. Was not a fan. Popeye's biscuit dry. Popeye's biscuit dry. They're just like, eh. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. I just I hope that this well, obviously I think it's gonna continue because oh, you know, you know what I noticed too? When Shotzi and um Dakota were fighting and they were going to the back, they, I think they thought they were off camera before. Oh, did you <laughs> you notice that too? Yeah, I they just like, stopped fighting and just walked. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I missed it. I was too into the match and trying to keep my pace up. Jess was like, yo, you saw that shit? I was it like, was what? So she had funny, to rewind bro. it. I was like, what the? What? Shotzi, no, baby. You keep fighting till you you, till you, like, <laughs> till you the get curtain. to the back. Yeah. Till you through the curtain. Till you through, through the, the curtain. curtain. Like, this, they literally, and I, I think they weren't expecting the camera to be at that angle. And mm -hmm. that I think that's what that was. But to, when I tell you, like I laughed so fucking hard, I was like, "Yo, they just dead ass just stopped fighting and just walked off." But that shit was hilarious, man. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best match, but you know, Rhea versus Oscar was not the best match at WrestleMania. And, right. You know, we see them; they've had a really good match this past week. So maybe going forward, Ember and you know Raquel will work to work on some stuff together. And come back stronger because I don't think this is over. I don't. This no. is far from over. No, especially yeah, like the interactions from this week and then what happened to take over. Yeah, it's oh, definitely yeah. not over. Definitely not yeah, over. Not over at all. Not over at all. Um. So take over Raw, NXT. Uh, do you want to go over? You want to do your impact now, or because I think that's it for NXT. Um. Well, we did get that Candace Io Shirai interaction. Oh, what I didn't see that because no, I watched on Hulu and they probably cut it. Man, okay, so I'll, okay, I'll give you a quick recap Hulu. of it. Yeah, Hulu be fucking around. Yeah. So here's what happened. Um, Io Io came out because she was going to address her future with NXT. Yeah. So she was get she just she basically said I'm back and my next target and before she can get it off, Candace came out talking shit to her saying. You're not unbeatable. I I want. Uh, there's been some changes here in NXT since you've been gone. You one, you're not unbeatable because you lost your belt. Mm. And two, I'm a champion now. But the only constant is that I still don't like you. Oh shit. So again, long term feud. Yeah, and Candice have had a very long term feud. Dating back to when EO was a heel and Candace was a face. So this is just, we never liked each other. We don't like each other because of what yeah. you did. So I'm going to continue it. And now I'm a champion. So I have to show you and remind you of who's a champion. So Candace uh, sets up EO. Indy comes in, beats the bricks off of Can uh, EO. Those two jump in and start beating the crap out of her. And they're about to put her through a table. She, uh, Candace tells Indy to hit her with the elbow drop like from the top rope through the announcement table. Zoe Stark comes out of nowhere and beats the bricks off of um, Indy and then uh, Candace and Indy get ju uh, jumped by EO and, and uh, Zoe. So I think this is a feud for the tag titles. And when they ask Zoe why she did what she did, it's because when she debuted, she faced EO and EO respected her. So she respects EO so she wanted to return the favor. That's why she did it. 
Hmm. See, meanwhile, an Italian demeanor. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> women's wrestling, tag team wise. <sighs> but that sounds interesting. I'm going to try to find a clip on YouTube so I can watch that myself. I like shit like that. I do you know, too. Start a feud, man. Start, start some shit. That's Give your tag team champion shit to do. Yeah, talk your shit, Candace. Yeah, Candace was talking, that, and I'm like, good. And that's the one thing. Oh man, I wish Jess was here for this episode. Um, she is a mi- huge advocate because she knows I am a huge Candace LeRae fan. Huge, you guys already know. Rightfully um, so. Rightfully so. Um, she's like, Candace needs to start doing shit out of the way. Like, I understand that you are Johnny's husband. But you need to start doing your own shit again and doing things and speaking up and letting people know you're the baddest here and you have a belt. It may not be the women's championship, but you have a championship. You are a legit champion. You earn that belt. Start defending it and making it the women's championship that it deserves, the rightful championship it deserves. Like, show you're the best. So, this is what is a great push for her to start doing and low key since uh great American bash is uh, about three weeks away. Yeah. It's on you. It's on, it's going to be July, on. Right? Yes. Yeah, July, July 6th. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to start pushing this. So maybe since Candace and Indy didn't defend the tax, house was a takeover. They're defending my great American bash against EO Shirai and Zoe Stark. I'm going to watch that. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Definitely. I'm here for that too. Just to be fire as fuck. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll put Zoe in a bigger light. So I want to see what happens next. Which she needs to be. We, we yep. need to spotlight on her. It's about mm-hmm. time. Yep. Please yeah. change her music. Oh, wait, yeah, never mind. They did. Her music has words now. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, it wasn't it has, first. It has lyrics. Yeah. It has lyrics. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where um, NXT left off. No. But if you want to talk about Impact, woo! Yeah, I'll, I'll let you, and, let, I'll let you okay. let loose on All right. Impact. Okay. All right. So Impact had their Against All Odds pay-per-view. Well, free per- free preview if you had uh, the streaming network, which I have. And um, there were three women's matches on the card. The first match I want to talk about is Jordan Grace versus Tennille Dashwood with Rachel Elling in Jordan's corner and Caleb Conley in Tennille's con- uh, corner. Uh, very good match. Um, Jordan... And we're starting to see the cracks in the feud between uh, between the team of Jordan and Rachel because that whole fire and flavor basically telling Jordan, you've had opportunities yeah. to beat us before, and you're the weak link, and da 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 It's starting to get to Jordan, and she can't get wins. She can't get wins. She's not pulling this together. She's not the same person she used to be. Uh, very back-and-forth match. Um, the ref got distracted by Conley. Ellering gets involved to try to get uh, Conley out the way. Jordan starts riffing at at uh, Rachel Ellering about it. Uh, mm. Dashwood gets it in, gets the inside cradle, picks up the win. Uh, after the match, Jordan snapped off, went crazy, and planted um, Conley with the Grace Driver. I love Jordan. I do too. I mean, and Tennille's always been good. Tennille's yeah. a great. Great women's oh, wrestler. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Didn't so? Didn't one of us do an interview with um with Jordan? Where, where can where can we find that at? <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> oh God, I gotta respect your hustle. Um, well, 
ladies and gentlemen, I did an interview with Jordan Grace on another network I'm a part of, the Fourth Wall Pop Network. And the podcast, it's called New Normal Wrestling, where we did a 15-minute time limit interview, bell to bell. And I asked Jordan some hard-hitting questions, some fun questions. It was a great interview. It's available on all podcast streaming platforms. Go check it out. There, it was really good, though, honestly. Thank you, thank you. Good questions. The guys over at Fourth Wall gave me some questions. You came up with some stuff. And you guys did really good on that. Proud of you. It was a good interview. So if you listen to this, go ahead and check it out on Fourth Wall, where they like to make it pop. Yes, indeed. Oh, um, sidebar, just a little bit. uh, Women Can Wrestle may be having an interview coming up soon. Uh, I'll talk to you about that later. Got some Ooh, got an interview coming up, uh, and uh, definitely the parties involved um, are definitely hooked for this interview. So mm. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Ooh, I'll, okay, leave it at okay. that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it. Got stuff happening here, occasionally. Too, happening here. You know, yeah, we you do. Know. But our next match was for the knockouts impact for the impact knockouts tag titles. Fire and Flavor, Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles, who is a favorite of the show. We love Tasha Steeles. Tasha Steeles. Yes, yes. Oh, she's so good. Um, against Kimberly and Susan Young. For uh, <laughs> Match was cool. Match was great. It went the way I thought it was. Fire and Flavor retained. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. It, they just keep doing what they do best. Fire and Flavor proving that they are the workhorses of that tag team women's tag team division and they kill it every yeah. week so props to them another solid match from them you really can't some, respect them you know you can't you can't it's they're they're killing it right now so easy easy money for them but the match i really want to give my thoughts on and i thought it was so good again i'm going to repeat myself diana perrazzo is having Low key, one of the best women's championship reigns, and no one is fucking acknowledging it. She is crushing it with the Impact Knockouts title. She is this is her second reign in a short amount of time, and yeah. it feels like the second reign has meant so much that she's I'm just been really crushing it. I am too. From what she what she did on the Indies to going to NXT and not being properly used to doing what she's doing now, she's showing that. WWE isn't the be-all end-all for everybody. And she, again, put on a quality match against Rosemary for the Impact Knockouts title this weekend. They told a very great story. Uh, body parts were bent, as usual. De- and Deanna yeah. Perrazzo likes to win matches different ways. That's what I like about her. She doesn't go with the simple, not simple, I'm sorry, her classic move, which is her signature, uh, the Fujiwa armbar. She actually won with a pile driver. How many women wrestlers do you see using Ooh. pile drivers now? Not a lot. And it was the gotch style one. You know, the one where you pick them up and then you hook your hands together like in yeah. a clasp and drop them. That's how she won. Oh, beautiful. I love stuff like that, though. I love how people can re- not, not I won't say reinvent finishes, but I just feel like those are the best kind of like endings to me because you kind of don't see it coming. Exactly. But you see it like, you know, like, damn it. Like if they get a three count off that, like you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if they win that match that way, it's like, and it always leaves it open because 
again, people need to start having when wrestlers in general, not even women wrestlers, have to have a backup finisher that you can actually win with. Like I've said it before, Sasha Banks can win with the Meteora, and if she does it certain times, you're like, oh wow, she didn't win with that. That's surprising. She's won yeah. with it before. These are setups to whenever she de- they decide to take the belt off of her, which I don't think is going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, no. Um, not with the way she's been going. Not with the way she's it, been It would kill her momentum. Even if she wins it right back, it's going to kill her momentum. Yeah, exactly. But Deanna Perrazzo, again, I, it feels like I sing her praises every week. She's been killing it, and what a match with Rosemary. If you haven't seen that match, that was my match of the week this week, honestly. Killed it. Yeah, sounds like Impact definitely has a lot to offer. Um, like I said, the WWE is not the be all end all for everybody, and I think we're starting to see that um, with this is with Impact Women's Division. But Impact, we know Impact's Women's Division has been killing it for a mm-hmm. long time, very long and, time. Um, yeah, and and so these new crop of women, you know, just continue the amazing legacy of of, of just knockouts that we've seen. You know, through the years, so for sure, for sure, uh, I'm pretty sure Impact is just going to deliver fire. You know, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> from here on out, um, fire and flavor from here on out. But um, yeah. So I, th- I think, do you want to jump into our Hell in the Cell predictions real quick? Yeah, sir. Let's get yeah. it. So we have. Uh, we, let's start with the match that just got added, uh, which that was the uh, Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'll just give this one to I give it to Alexa Bliss. Um, just because I feel like, I mean, it's a whole entity, so I don't really see Shayna uh, choking out, you know, creepy Bliss. Agreed. I, I feel this is just a match to put Bliss in a maybe title contention. See, listen, there's so many ways you can go with this. But I feel yeah. that Alexa Bliss, with her gimmick now, she's like, well, well, she went on Twitter, and I love it. Um, I don't know if you saw it. It was a funny clip before I get into my prediction. Um, and this is, I'm not rambling. It's just something funny because I said the word gimmick, and it instantly popped in my head. So she did a cameo, and somebody brought up her gimmick. And she's like, and she's in character in the cameo. She's like, what's a gimmick? Like she doesn't know what that is. <laughs> I love that her entity's like, "What are you talking about? This is like what I am." But back to the matter at hand, Alexa Bliss will get the win. Um, again, don't see any anything other than that happening. Um, I feel there's going to be some demonic possession of some sort. We don't even we haven't seen or heard a peep from Shayna, so we don't know how the hell she's going to come into this match. That's I hope she comes to the ring terrified. Yeah, I hope she comes like shook, like she don't know what's going on. And Reggie plays a part in it too, and he's possessed. Um, well, wow, that'd be hard. I would like that too. Uh, Jess, Jess is giving me her prediction. She said Bliss wins by DQ, but then does something to Reggie afterwards through possession. Mm, okay, okay. Wait, did she cause him to get in the ring? Did she possess him to get in the ring to? to- uh, no, she, she, she. They had like a weird Xavier Woods Bray Wyatt moment where okay, they were staring yeah, at each yeah. other. Like Bray, like uh, Exa- Reggie was mesmerized by her for something. Yeah, like, okay. He, he broke on. up the three count. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what's the other match? 
Bianca versus Bailey. Um, I don't care. And that's it. Yo, okay. Hold on. Hold on. One of the biggest Bianca Belair fans that I know has legit gone on record saying he doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit because they're not doing anything with her. And I feel like even if she does lose it, it'll kind of be like she's going to be right back in title contention. I feel like she's going to win it back. I feel like whatever happens is not not like nothing has mattered up to this point anyway. Right. You know? Right. So it's it, like it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, I if she loses it, I feel like they're gonna be like, well, her title is not going well. And it, like, you know, it's sort of like with Naomi when she won her championship and they didn't. I, I'm proud of her for winning it. I am, even though even winning again at WrestleMania, I love it to death, you know. But nothing was done with Naomi. Nothing was done with Natalia's reign as right. women's champion. And I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like they're gonna say, "Oh, it was boring, so we took it off of her," you know. So I, I've, I've, I hope that she retains, and I hope they give her another feud after Bailey. But I feel like they're gonna use this this Bailey feud that that is flat as reason to take it off of her. And I feel like I'm rooting for her. Don't get me wrong; I will always root for Bianca Belair, but I don't care because I just, I'm just not invested in this feud. But I, I'm, my prediction is they're gonna let Bianca retain officially. Um, I'm going to give Jess's prediction before I give mine. She said, before we jumped on air, she's like, I really don't know. Like they could give it to Bailey and it would make sense. Bianca could retain and it would be okay. Like it would be fine. But her ultimate choice was Bianca retains. I agree. Bianca retains. There is no logical reason to take it off. Bailey, take it off and give it to Bailey. Yeah, those two things don't go together all the time. Um, Okay, yes, Bianca Belair retains. Okay, I'm 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 with it for sure. I I think we're all unanimous across that. Did I? Did you give your prediction for a bliss, or did I? I cut you off to get to Bianca. Uh, Bliss, I said. Oh yeah, I didn't give mine. Bliss. uh, No, I did. I said Bliss wins. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so finally we have Rhea versus Charlotte. I'm up in the air about this. <sighs> Rhea needs to retain. Although mm-hmm. she's, you know, had a rematch with Oscar, she's technically already had her first title defense. I feel like title defense is on I feel like immediate rematches to me don't count as title defenses, and I hate when they do that. I, I just I hate that shit, like with a passion. Um she's already had the triple threat. She's already pinned Oscar. I, um, I this really pains me to say, but I feel like they're gonna give it to Charlotte and let Rhea chase again, but ultimately not let her win over Charlotte again. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in for another Charlotte reign of terror. I can feel mm-hmm. it in my bones. I feel it, dude. Why? <laughs> I feel it. Why? I feel it. Okay. I'll give my predictions first. I feel Rhea's gonna retain. That's all. Rhea will retain. <laughs> that Rhea Ripley retains her title. Rhea Ripley retains her title. Rhea Ripley retains her title. You have to let Speaking. her keep it until you get in front of a live crowd. Obviously. Mania, she got heavily cheered. So obviously the fans are fully with her on this run. It's not our fault or it's not her fault that booking 
is handling this wrong when it comes to her reign. Yeah. It's not our fault or it's not there. It's not anybody's Rhea's Ripley's fault that she's getting booked against the same three people every say every damn week. Give her something of substance. Give her Naomi. Give her Dana Brooke. Give her Mandy. Give her different opponents. Hell, give her Naomi at a pay-per-view. Yeah. Something. Something. Damn. Like, I get it. Charlotte Flair is your John Cena. Charlotte Flair is your... No, Roman Reigns on a whole other level right now. But yeah. <laughs> he, I never thought I would say that Roman Reigns on a whole other level. Um, he, he's, he's really made me a fan, like, heavy lately. Yo, but yeah. um, she, Rhea just needs the time. Give her a little bit more time. And then if you want to, you know, have her lose it on a cash-in, doesn't hurt her. Somebody cashed in on her. Um, but also I want to add, I don't think this feud is over. I legit do not think this feud is over. I'm going to say it ends or concludes at Money in the Bank. That is where we'll see the end to this feud. Should have been the hell in the cell. The pull apart brawl kind of let you know that these two are uncontrollable elements that cannot be contained. So why not contain them in a cell? Agreed. Agreed. Why not? 100%. Why not? And had Jess also picked Rhea Ripley. Surprised. I'm not. I'm not Sorry, surprised. We I'm not Jess surprised. Gonna, she's we always going to root for Rhea. She's always going to root for Rhea Ripley. It'll be a 10 on 1 handicap match with former WWE women's champions. And she'd be like, Rhea's going to win. Rhea's going to win. She's going to beat all of them. <laughs> so she put, if she, she wrote this in her notes very, very uh, passionately. She says, she said, and I quote, if WWE does not let Rhea Ripley beat Charlotte, then you are killing all momentum for her again. You cannot do this to her for a second time in a row. I understand what's going on, but you have to let Rhea have her momentum. And I get it. Let Rhea yeah. have her momentum. And her beating Charlotte Flair gives her enough momentum to whoever challenges her after the fact, even though I say it's going to be Charlotte again. Um, you're putting her in a better position. You have to start putting your younger champions in better positions. Otherwise, we're not going to give a shit. We're, we're losing interest. Like you just said, yeah. you are a huge Bianca Belair fan, but you don't give a shit about this match. I don't. I don't. And I, I really try hard to care about it, but I really don't. But I, I agree with you 100%. We have to start giving people a reason to care. And when, when Charlotte is involved, I just don't care because even if it's sort of like, even if Charlotte Flair doesn't win the battle, she always wins the war. And I feel like when you yep. know that, what's the point? Mm-hmm. There's no point in it at all. At all. So that's where I stand with that. So I think those are yeah, those are the only three women's matches on Hell in a Cell. So those are our predictions. And I guess we will, you know, see if we're right come Hell in a Cell. Uh, so, but before, I think that's what we had to cover today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we get out of here, Wade, where can we find you at, bro? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Wade Ilson. You can find me on Instagram at Widowson with the underscore. I am part of one third of a wrestling podcast. Surprise, surprise again. <laughs> <laughs> called um, New Normal Wrestling. We are available on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. We like to hashtag make it pop. I am also part of a geek podcast, geek culture podcast called 
Big Heck Weight Adventure. Shout out to Big Heck. We are also available on the Fourth World Pop Network, and we have we are also available on our own feed. So, but please check us out. We are gonna have some fun this week. We have a very special guest coming on for a new episode this week, where we will be talking about Loki episodes one and two. Got a lot going on, man. <laughs> uh, uh, bro, burnt. <laughs> Spent is not the word. But you, you put in the work, you know, and you, you get the numbers because you put in the work. Um, but you can find me across all social media platforms at the Avatar RAJ, the Avatar Raj. Um, all social media platforms. Also, make sure you follow us at WCW the Podcast across all social media platforms, and make sure you follow our parent network across all social media platforms at the Silver Site and on Twitter at I the Silver Site. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. We will see you again next week, and hopefully we'll have Jess back where we can kind of see if we are right about Hell in a Cell or if we have egg on our face. So make sure you tune in next week to see how stupid we look. With that being <laughs> said, everybody, have a good night. Later days.